Hello, lovely people. Welcome back to the Growth Mindset. Guys, today we have a, a very special guest with us today, Abhijita Kulsheshtra. Now, guys, uh, Abhijita was awarded Woman Icon of the Year in 2018. She's an accomplished writer and author and currently the senior director of Gemstone Universe. Abhijita started her career in journalism, wherein her first article landed the front page of the newspaper, starting her career with a bank. But later she realized that this wasn't her true calling and tried a few other careers finally finding her true passion in astrology and changing people's life one at a time so let's find out more about abhijita and how she was able to achieve this level of success as well as uh, manage her personal as well as professional life at the same time here we go First thing first, thank you so much for Miss Abhijita for your time. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Salawat. Thank you for coming here. Yes, my pleasure. So, you know, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself for people who don't know you? Sure. I'm Abhijita, and I'm the director of Gemstone Universe. I'm an astrologer and an LP practitioner. I love poetry. I'm a published poet. Yeah. And I love people and everything that is about them. Mm-hmm. So uh could you give us an insight about you know your childhood where were you born what's your story Okay um this is an interesting one I was born in New Delhi but my father was a microbiologist and he had this uh uh he used to work at the Central Research Institute in Kasoli So I grew up totally totally like a wild child and Kasoli is the kind of place if you're looking at the pictures of the snow in Himachal these days itself you know apart from the crows and the dogs in the winters you have no one practically in your vacation so apart from school it was like without the tv internet playmates anybody what you can do with your time so nature was my best call and i used to spend most of my time in the nature in the jungle mostly exploring were you the only kid or you had no i had an older brother okay. but usually the older brothers don't like <laughs> sisters tagging along okay, okay. yeah <laughs> they have their own world correct yes so uh, what about the education you did all your education no sukasoli so, is a very small cantonment and it's got very few options when it comes to studying beyond the yeah. uh, 10th standard so but of course at at a very young age i left home and uh, after 10th i studied from my uh, 11th and 12th grades to post graduation i did in chandigarh living separately then i started working alongside because you know there was this always this thing that i must do my own thing and i must not take money from home so i started working uh, even while i was in the university i think the first year itself so the journey for being independent and finding my own calling started early on very early on okay yeah i was reading when i was researching about you i also came across that you were one kid who used to just wander off into the into the wild go around any specific reason for that were you interested in stories in the in the early age anything inspired you like your parents your grandparents See, not really not really so because the older people in the house in the family they have to do their own things which are very vital for creating a warm space for the 
children and in those days there was not so much of privilege that you have 20 people escorting you around the whole place you know helping you manage your time or doing things for you so we were mostly left to our own devices and for me the nature's uh, you know the calling was call of the wild was very very strong i love plants uh-huh. i love plants and if i tell you what we were up to those days uh <laughs> gives me goosebumps because it's in today's time with the awareness that you have today with snakes and scorpions and spiders and all kinds of leopards hyenas people telling you that this is here that this is there you won't even venture out absolutely but that's where i played and i grew up most of the time okay and then you did your uh, masters in mass communication if i'm correct. not wrong right punjab correct. university correct so department of mass comm is has come of age and i think it's one of the better institutions today okay. in terms of delivering quality education i did my masters there and then i joined uh, times of india as my first serious like full time professional uh, uh, assignment okay that was a first that was my first assignment okay so and where you still work where you in still uh, chandigarh or where you in kasoli where were you at that point of time when you got this i was very much in chandigarh so it was right after it was almost like you know you are they know who's passing out from there and he, they know who they want so it's almost like you are in the job before you know it yeah so it was those were good days okay and how how from mass communication to gemstone university i mean like this is a whole new world i mean like what was the story what inspired you to get here so um i might just end up saying things which are truth for me but uh a lot of people may not like it i am a person who used to be drunk on idealism and which is why i had picked up the thread of journalism that i want to create a change and this is where i need to start and this is a good option so you are very idealistic you are young you are full of energy and you want to do a dozen things for people you want to create change but what ends up happening is that you know once you step out into the real world the dynamics are very different very very different so um it was kind of it's some it was something that hit me pretty hard and uh while i couldn't point out at that point in time what was happening to me by way of my experience or my feelings i wasn't happy so my then my logical step was okay what else can i do that might just take me so mica was the next step where i did enjoy i did a lot of research i took a few classes also in communication theory learning is something i love so my next best thing was that okay yes an academic environment would be really good and uh, then i uh, did some good work there after that i got married and then i moved to bangalore okay so any specific thing that triggered why you know you 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 felt like you know journalism not is not your thing and you would like to go and try something else maybe go back in communication and teach that so um see this is also again a very personal choice i do not like to put down anybody saying that they're not doing a good job everybody is doing whatever they can do best and that's the truth of things in you know, in your m- more immature spaces you will try and put play the blame game but as you grow more, more mature you understand yes i couldn't do it it was not my cup of tea correct so it was not that something was wrong there is a superstructure there's a superstructure called the media which still thrives whether or not i could be a part of it or not absolutely but 
probably it was not my path in life, so I had to drop out from that train. And uh, then I tried academics, which I do love, but then marriage happened. And uh, then again, with the family growing, you are not able to, your priorities change. Priorities change, and as life starts teaching you several different things, it shows you different ways of coming up in life. And for me, my exposure to astrology and the means by which people can just create amazing change in life, it it kind of rekindled that fire, the change thing, okay, idealism that I yeah. began with. So again, that you know, the. Um, idea reared up its head again that here's a possibility again i can still go back to achieving that dream and while you know what what happens with journalism is yes your story might might get filed your not story might not get filed people may read it people may not read it action may be taken may not be taken the thing which happens with astrology and gen therapy is that you work with every person case to case mm. and you have complete at least, you know, um, significant chunk of control that you will be able to assist this person in becoming better. Correct. Without anybody interfering with what you want and with your intent as well. So what I was thinking at a mass level and from the scale that I was at, here I was driving the change one person at a time. Very happy to say that so many people that come in touch with us, you know, they see that magic in their lives. So this is really, really the first day I sat in, and I, a lot of people who know me will s know that I say this. The first day I did my first consultation, it was like, I'm home. How did you stumble up, uh, across astrology? And so uh, Guruji has started this organization, Gemstone Universe. It started back as a page on GeoCities, then it became Astro Mandir. So my, my proximity to him uh he used to consult a lot of people and he used to give them different ways and means whether that is a set of prayers a personal practice a gem therapy or you know even the recommendation of doing nothing which is a very difficult thing for most people to do so when i used to see what happens eventually with people taking that advice and transforming their lives so it brought out tremendous curiosity for me. And then one thing leads to the other, you know. And astrology, gemology are such fields. It's like, you know, you stare into a very wondrous place and it takes hold of you. And there's more. And there's more. And there's more. And it's like you're walking through a forest of enchantments forever and onwards. There is, there is this saying also that a lot of people are not uh very big fans of astrology people say this is not uh you know right or there's no science there so would you like to shed some light as to how does this work absolutely each one to their own as many mouths each one is entitled to their own opinions but you know um jp morgan he once said that uh you know um you know millionaires don't believe in astrology billionaires do <laughs> Interesting. So I would not listen to um, people. I would rather listen to a J.P. Morgan speaking who has made something out of his life. Or I would rather, you know, go 
trust my own personal experience because it's an absolute science. And uh, if something, and you know, it's a study that requires tremendous dedication and years of work altogether to be able to understand it. How much does it take for a person to get up and say, this is bunkum or this is a hokum? True. Doesn't. You don't even question what do you know about it. They are moving with a very uh, limited information which they must have got from somewhere or because it's the popular opinion. So um, there is, you know, in mass media we have this um, th th this theory that people usually uh, have this confirmation bias. What the others are saying, I must fall in line with it, otherwise I'll stand out and I'll be singled out, I'll be seen as regressive or someone who doesn't know that thing, which is not so. See, every person who has done anything worthwhile was either called mad or was ostracized initially. So until we have this mass mentality to just jump behind someone and you know not try and explore something new, you will always have biases to work against. But that doesn't stop a truth from being a truth. Exactly. Then when you started your journey in, in astrology, what exactly were some of the challenges that you faced? right in the beginning and how were you able to come out of it it could be during astrology or even when you know where you were trying to find out or figure out what exactly you want to do with your life with your purpose sure so um when every human being you know you know the maslow's hierarchy theory so once your rodi kapla makan and those needs are satisfied and your love needs are satisfied then like what lies ahead is this all that there is to it in life so a person always looks at what is going to give them uh, satiety. For me as a person, like I mentioned before, I'm a very learning oriented person. And for me, it is very important to be a person who is at least a wee bit better than I was yesterday. So the work that I'm doing, if it's, you know, drudgery, repeat action one after the other, Mechanical action, sometimes we have to do that also because that's karma. Uh, uh, as a mother, I will churn out food for my children. Or as a person who has a household, I must do the chores Correct. repeatedly. That's a different case. But in terms of my profession, astrology gives me the leeway. The gem therapy gives me the leeway. The study of gems itself is so amazing that with every new day, there is so much of information and unexplored information, which just makes it so magnificent. So how can how can this help individuals? Let's say if somebody is a millionaire or some a random person, how would astrology or gems help him? So this will be a slightly longer exposition. I hope that's okay. Please take your time. If there is a person and the person wants a change in life, the fir first thing to understand is all human beings are very complex, subjective creatures. They have their biases, they have their conditionings, and they have a general thought pattern they have lived with, they have their belief systems, they have values ingrained into it. So change is not an easy thing. Most people are change averse. They like to maximize pleasure, minimize pain without changing much. But for any change to occur, there has to be a tangible difference in your energy system. Now, if I ask you, Salavat, who are you? You might have different answers for me. But in the end, you are an energy system. Absolutely. You are made up of several atoms where electrons are there, which have basic charge. 
So which means to say, so to say, there is an energy system in play. Now, if you are sitting somewhere on an average day and somebody walks into your office and suddenly your mind will be like, Ayar, aaj I don't want to meet this person today. Correct. How do you even know that? That's because your aura reads into the energy field of the other person and you know that this person saps me. Or somebody you are going to meet and then you're particularly thrilled about it. It's like, oh, this is going to be full of beans today. Because your energy system knows it's getting a feed. Right. So when you have an astrology map in front of you, it is such a, uh, an exact science that it's, it's basically called a journey from womb to tomb. It can give information about your psychological makeup. It can give health challenges where you happen to be strong, where you will trip and things that if you could do, you can achieve wondrous things. So it's almost like doing the Myers-Briggs or a psychometry. Yeah, okay, yeah. So if I know where you have a deficiency, energy deficiency in or what your tendencies are, Let's say if you're a person who has some kind of an angst and typically trip on life wherein, you know, let's say um, the equation with the senior is never a peaceful one. There is always an ego issue happening. Always somebody seems to rile you up or always somebody seems to be very bossy. Typically, just if you address the self-esteem part or the I am part of me, that thing will automatically go away because if you feel enough about yourself or I am enough or I'm good enough, whether the person is offering an instruction, whether the person is offering criticism, you take it just as is, not as a statement on me or my potential. Of course, there's scope of improvement in everyone. So you stop getting bothered by things so much so awareness is something which astrology gives and well where does gem therapy come in it's absolutely fantastic because even when astrology gives gives you awareness you're a creature of habit you might take the two bit from me from here four days down the line you will be repeating your old habit pattern that's where the gems come in they give you that tremendous energetic leverage to somehow change it for the better and of course, it's not an in instantaneous process. 40, 30, 40 years of conditioning one cannot undo in a go. So, but yes, when you work with it, it works on your energy and makes significant difference. So how long does this normally take if somebody comes to consult you saying yeah, this is what it is? How long does it take for somebody to see those results out? Depends. Again, depends from person to person. It's actually a very uh, tricky one because there are people who don't want to do anything who magically want, you know, they're looking for that pixie dust formula where, you know, they wear something and shazam, you have everything going on good for you, which it does not happen. Nobody can do that. It's an effort-based world. It's a, it's karma bhumi, right? But, but there are certain very powerful gems with which we have seen even during the trial phase. People have had magical turnarounds. So it's a person-to-person, case-to-case, and basically a lot of karma-driven space. And then somebody also has to take consistent action. If Absolutely. Not, right? Without action, there is nothing. Absolutely nothing.
because i've personally heard of a lot of people who say you know if you put this ring everything is going to be fine but end of the day it's it's about you also taking consistent action trying to as you said trying to work break those habits bad habits what you have and then work on it and improve absolutely so um let's say i have a desire i have a desire that i want to write a book but i'm a very lazy person so of course if i look at your horoscope and i give you the third house push or the fifth house push yes that pushes the capacity to build up you know the publishing force or get it going but if you're not going to write well nothing's going to happen right. and you ha- need to be consistent with that it's not like you'll have a full body of work overnight any blogger any for that matter you do a podcast yeah it's over a certain period of time that you have a body of work and it it will start to come to that fruition phase makes sense so in terms of other things you said in the beginning right that you you i've also researched about you i've seen that you move from different uh you know i would say different jobs to different jobs and finally coming here this actually takes a lot of courage in terms of you know having the having the balls to say okay man this is not my thing i'll try something else which today people or let's say the society would frown if somebody is trying to you know let's say work one year here one year there so how important do you think this is in terms of once you realize that this is not a thing for you this is something not for you how important it is at that point of time to realize and you know make a switch see uh, salavat i was a mad hatter and the good part about me was that probably my parents were not at all judgmental they might have been a little scared about what i was doing but um, i had all the freedom to make choices of the kinds that i wanted to although i was quaking in my pants but what to do so in today's time things have changed massively so i cannot dish out the advice and tell anyone you know you should absolutely do your thing and whatever you know doesn't look good to you you should quit it and follow your heart so yes follow your heart is very good but don't dismiss the mind altogether <laughs> you need to have a fair sense of proportions about what your liabilities are what the path ahead is what the times are offering to you in terms of options when it comes to career let's say if the economy is shaky today and you say no no i want to follow my heart i will have a i will just kick a good paying job in mckinsey even though it's at a uh, you know almost a starting level it's not going to work out it doesn't seem like the smart thing to do unless you have a very strong backup way you're going to be taken care of so it's a luxury of the few but the thing is keep your dream alive and like i always say i always maintain this there is this survival dance without surviving you cannot do the sacred dance which is what your heart is about so when i write poetry so it's like the my i i don't have time my poetry is written at the cost of my sleep so i do my sacred dance i do my survival dance i mean for me this one also is sacred fortunately i have been very fortunate fortunate enough that both of them have become very very sacred for me so have that space have that space where you allow your dream to live and once it's becoming you know and once when it grows big nothing can stop it from achieving greatness guys this is the end of part 1 of the interview with miss abhijita uh, stay tuned for the next episode which would be live next week until then take care and hustle hard